I'm Pooja Sharma of IBS Intelligence and you're listening to IBS iViews podcast. We have with us Dr. Jasmeet Chhabra, Senior Vice President at Lentra. So I would first like to start with if you would like to tell us a little bit about Lentra and its product offering and in general terms its value proposition. So Lentra actually derives its name itself from the two words lending transformed. We are the fastest growing SaaS enterprise in India. We have created a Lentra lending cloud, which is nothing but a complete e-lending, a digital ecosystem platform. And it empowers our client to basically fuel the dreams and ambitions of millions of people. We are basically a API first organization and a cloud native technology. And we cut across the entire lending functions, including origination, KYC, verification, onboarding, processing, loan management, collection, portfolio. So whatever there is, so in the entire lending ecosystem, whatever are the components, so whether a KYC is required or whatever is required, we have built in all of these as a modular function for us. So it's a microservice as well as a modular product. All of this are combined together to create a seamless end-to-end digital uh, lending journey for any of the clients that we have. In essence, is basically it helps any of our clients to basically onboard and get to the market very, very fast in weeks rather than, you know, what earlier used to be months and years, right? So now we are able to bring people to the market immediately so that they can start doing their business as soon as possible. What we also do is like, Today, we are able to clock almost 2 million applications per month. Now, as Lentra, we have been able to scale this out to an extent where it becomes very much possible for all of the clients to just go on the uh, market and start doing their business at the earliest and uh, the way they want to do it. And we are now trusted with more than 50 plus clients in India. With, and most of them being marquee clients right from the you know top brands that are available in the country, the top private banks, the top NBFCs, practically everyone is our client and we are very, very proud to be associated with them. And that all has really helped us to clock a phenomenal 10x growth in the last three years. So how is Lentra Solution empowering banks and financial institutions in today's time? When we started off as Lentra, we realized that hyperscale was going to be very, very important. Number one, it was going to be very, very important that there needs to be partnerships between lending ecosystem in itself. And therefore, APIs would be the way to move forward. So what we have created is an entire tech stack, which is based on uh, API first. At the same time, an entire modular architecture-based ecosystem if any decisioning needs to be done. So we have got a product called as Brex, which is a business rule engine. Any client who has to take an, you know, a very organized, very known decision or thought through analytical decision, Brex really comes into play there. Similarly, we've got a bureau connectors. We've got onboarding systems. We've got loan management system. And we've got, you know, uh, data science-based, persona-based data science products called as Cadence. Now, all of these products are available as an offering to the customer. And these are all available on consumption-based pricing. We have been able to be a cloud-native technology. Therefore, we are able to provide all our services on a consumption-based pricing. 
and that has helped in being partners to our clients even in the business risk that they take so like you know if pandemic happens and the business goes down then they do not really pay me as much as if it was a season and they would really do extraordinary business so as they are able to do business and they are able to scale that's how i got Uh, my money is worth there so a consumption based pricing has been introduced by us and that has really helped uh, the clients because we are now partners with them in the business risk that they are undertaking so with our apis with our consumption based pricing with our uh, scalable model we are a- able to provide all the components of any lending ecosystem that are uh, needed for any organization how can api help in innovating lending for the future so uh, we keep on hearing about this api first but uh, very relevant how is it really going to impact so what has happened is uh, the global world is shrinking right so the entire world is shrinking today and we have got the zomatos and the amazons and the olas who have really come and disrupted the entire market and the way business is being done what it has also done is it has also brought in the millennials into the ecosystem and it has also brought in the expectation of things to be done in seconds so if if that is the case earlier if you anybody wanted to go and take a loan it would take days if not months to get a loan passed today the expectation that this all has to happen at the point of sale in itself so if i'm standing in a consumer durable outlet and i'm going to buy a refrigerator i really want to know in the next 10 seconds as soon as i decide on a refrigerator whether i'm able to get that uh, loan or not am i going to get money or not now what api first does is basically it helps us to expose our apis at the point of sale itself now that is what has really given rise to embedded finance that is what has given rise to other uh, opportunities that exist in the market even including uh, checkout financing which is usually also known as bnpl and other new variants of loans so api is first actually helps in getting to embedded finance now what just to give you an example and that will probably clarify a lot of things a person is coming on on a portal and on a portal of say vehicles and there they are really just checking out the various vehicles that are available for loan now if i have my apis which are the api first that i keep on talking about i embed it in the same portal itself so on clicking that without leaving the portal the customer yeah. would have gone into the journey and realized whether he or she is eligible for a loan if yes how much what would be the rate of interest what is the tenure and all of this would be done on the fly the decisioning today that we are able to do puja is almost uh, 10 seconds we are able to give a decision whether the loan you will get a loan or not and less than uh, 10 minutes the disbursements would have happened so that's the kind of opportunity that's the kind of financing and that's where this entire scene seems to be heading and that's where the apis really come into handy similarly for partnerships right so yeah i can just do a lot of partnerships with n number of partners in the industry right so nbfc and a bank can collaborate and do co lending a fintech and a bank can collaborate and pass on leads and so on so forth so all of these partnerships are really being done and uh, made uh, workable through the apis that we are talking about how do you think ai and ml uh, based model today is you know used by fintech 
for making decision about, as we spoke about, the credit worthiness of the customers. How do you think AI and ML is helping in that? That's where I think a lot of fintechs, a lot of new organizations, a lot of companies are now banking more and more on data and the ML part and the AI part to help them take informed decisions, I would say, right? So better and informed decisions. So earlier, if again, I were to put it into context, right, and give some examples, the way it would look like is, you know, the uh, earlier the decisions would be kind of based on only your income and probably, uh, you know, whether you had a property or not, whether you had insufficient, you know, there were guarantees that you would give back the loan or not. But as things have evolved now and more and more uh, online uh, loans are happening, you cannot really have the cushion. If I have to give a decision in 10 seconds, I do not have a cushion of taking uh, 100 income statements and checking out whether you can give guarantees or not. So alternate data has really come in as the biggest savior and that is becoming the base on which loans can be given. So the bureau's score has kind of become a mandate and a score based on which you would give the loan. Now, based on the bureau score, that's a humongous data that is available. At the same time, it's not only the bureau score that is there. There are digital footprints of all of us now available on the internet. So you are currently you know, either surfing on social media, you are purchasing a lot of things from the e-commerce website, so you are there on the FBs and the LinkedIn's and on the e-commerce sites like Amazon and all, and we are putting all of our digital footprints here. Quite a few, I would say, of the fintechs have started using these footprints and using ML and AI around these data to figure out whether you are a credit-worthy individual or not. We've got a product called Escadence, which works on the persona of an individual. So what it basically does is it understands your entire history. So if, if there is a spend history, there's a lot of data available. If there is a you know social media history, there's a lot of data available. So there is AI and ML being run on all of these data parts. And it starts giving you personas. So somebody who is, let's say, a frequent flyer in a specific brand of flight, and he or she is also a fan of one specific brand of coffee, or for that matter, you know, a specific brand of watch. Now, all of these data points, when it is getting there, the ML is now kind of figuring out that a person with so-and-so and so a taste would behave so-and-so way. And what are the probability of this loan becoming a bad loan or a good loan is coming out as a number. So these are the various parts that are available, right? So the data are becoming central to the decision making and since varied fintechs work in varied domain because you know the data points are so huge you just can't have one domain from where all of these data can start coming so you have the mobile you have the credit card you have the social media you would have something else so there are players in the industry who are working throughout now what we have also done at lentra is we have kind of integrated almost 250 plus integrations on our product called as GoGetter. So what it does is it gets all the data points on this GoGetter product. 
And as a decision maker, as a lending, if I want to do some lending and I want to be doubly sure about my decision or, you know, I want to have more informed decisions, then I can, then I can take help of any of these data points. And I can just integrate it into my workflow and I can start making all of that data to be pushed into the BRE, business rule engine, and automated decisions can start happening here. We have also created where, you know, bureau fallback. So a bureau is able to give a lot of data. It is able to give your score, my score, everybody's score. And based on that, what decisioning can be done. So this is how uh, really the way things are moving in the uh, data side and uh, AI and ML is really helping on all of this stuff. So uh, what do you think are the challenges faced by banks and other financial institutions in the lending space today? The expectations of individuals is really changing. So you find somebody who was comfortable uh, with a loan being passed for X amount in say Y days, today is looking at a 2X in say a couple of hours. That's, that's the expectation that has really come in. Now, how do we manage this? Because that's the eventually the customer, right? The end customer is thinking like that. So the banks, the NBFCs, everybody, the entire organizations have to evolve and transform in a similar fashion. Now, the change has to be in line with the expectation. I, I think that's the biggest challenge that anybody is facing in, in the lending space. The world is shrinking. Expectation of five second, 10 second decisions are coming in. Expectations of minimum data and getting relevant uh, money. So all of these are the challenges that are being faced. The bigger and most interesting for India perspective is the demographic dividend that we have. Therefore, a lot of youth are coming into the mainstream, right? And as these guys come into the mainstream, and these are the millennials who are really, really are open to have a loan and, you know, just uh, uh, move on in life and, you know, grow that way. So they, they, they are not as conservative as probably our uh, elders were, but they do not have any credit score in the civil because they are the first time users. So they are the new to credit. So how do we address this upcoming new to credit market? How do we penetrate the entire geography of the country to the you know breadth and the depth that we have? How do you manage uh, doing uh, inclusion, financial inclusion in the country? Now that's that. Those are the challenges that uh, any of the lending institutions today are facing. Now, how are we able to help them, and how we are going to, or how we are thinking, how we have moved forward in all of these directions is primarily. One, we uh, we have moved on to the cloud, right? So we have always been a cloud native tech. So that helps in the penetration part. Second, uh, everybody is today on mobile, right? So the entire lending is now becoming mobile based. So our products have to be mobile friendly. Our products have to reach at the nooks and the corners, even the tier three and the tier four cities. So mobile driven, so all of our products are now mobile driven. They help in the penetration and the inclusion. More importantly, the decisioning has to become, if not more and more accurate, at least more data back. So how do we help in terms of giving uh, data points, ensuring that the credit risks are being allayed or you know, are uh, minimized to the maximum limit? So those are the things that we are working. We are working towards working, uh, creating a scorecards, right? So like any NTC is coming, a new to credit, then uh, how do you decide to give a loan or not? 
So NTC scorecard based on the ML part and uh, would be able to give a better opportunity to lend rather than a zero uh, opportunity. So those are the challenges and that's how we are looking at uh, moving things forward. Dr. Jasmeet Chabra, Senior Vice President at Lentra. Thank you for that insight.